<laughs> What's up, guys? Hello. This is Jaded and Afraid, episode two. Two, two, two. Ba, 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 ba. We're talking about second episodes of things. No, <laughs> we are talking about frustrations yeah, today. The frustration of being in the same room with Lane, being on a podcast with Lane, <laughs> listening to a podcast that has Lane on it. Guys, be tell Lane. Us, <laughs> tell us your frustrations down in the comments. Uh, quick reminder on who the hell we are. I am Lane McFadden at Lane underscore McFadden on Twitter. And my esteemed co-host is real disappointed in you all right <laughs> but i'm not your dad twist uh this is brendan vise at it's just vise on facebook and twitter yeah visicles on snapchat because you can't change that and i'm calling you out snapchat oh. this is my frustration oh he's trying to rebrand snapchat why are you standing in a man's way why um why do i have to get a new gmail just because i want to rebrand that's what i'm saying yo this is uh jaden afraid this is the podcast we do every week <laughs> probably every week for two weeks straight <laughs> Uh, if you want to follow us on uh, iTunes, please do. We're on SoundCloud as well at Jaded and Afraid. And we're on Twitter at Jaded underscore Afraid. And on Facebook at Jaded and Afraid. We're all over the place. We're on it. We're in it. We're around it. Guys, if you're still listening to this podcast by now, thank you so much. Yeah. And we will pay for whatever psychiatric therapy you need. We, You had so much more faith in us than no we No one has sound mind. At, like, they're already frustrated with us. They're yeah. done with this podcast. I like, I like that you kept on theme. All right. So, yeah. Let's talk about frustration. Let's talk here. about keeping on theme. Uh... Fuck, I'm I'm frustrated about a lot of things. You know what? I was thinking about this earlier today. I'm trying to be less frustrated about shit. I'm trying to like care less about things. And I know that <laughs> seems weird because I already care so little. But well, like, let's 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 face it, Lynn. You're a sympathetic guy. Yeah. No, he's not. No. You're uh, <laughs> you really care about your fellow man. He has not said hi to a single person today. How do you go an entire, like, day without just saying hi? Hey, I said hi to a lot of customers today. It was just fake. <laughs> but, like, that counts. It counts. Um, No, because I, like, I don't know. I just, like, this summer especially, I've just been trying to, like, not get mad as much. And it's working pretty well. I realize that, like, I can just kind of, like, not stop being mad about things. Like, it's a weird, it's a weird, but like, I'll be mad and I'll be like, that's a dumb thing to be mad about. And then I just won't be mad anymore. Like, I think the last thing I was mad about, I was mad about for like maybe 20 minutes. Give us more advantages to uh, being a sociopath. You know, you, <laughs> you generally don't feel the empathy of like <laughs> condolence or uh, any vicarious injuries. I, I feel like the last thing I was like super mad about was like the, like, uh, Castile shooting Philando Castillo shooting oh yeah that was the last thing I was like actually mad about so you're saying like, even in like social media regular content general like frustrate bait yeah content you can yeah. just shut it off I just like I don't know man it's just like there's so much stuff like people so just... what about personal frustrations can you shut that off as easily as you can shut out Harambe I, yeah absolutely <laughs> I mean I tried to at least like there's definitely th like obviously there's always gonna be that's the thing about frustration, right? Because, like, frustration and anger are super different. Because 
Frustration is passive. I agree. And you know what? Now that just means that I have a conclusion to this. So oh, shit. Wait, this is the end of the episode? Got, yeah, <laughs> See you guys later. Guys, let's face it. I'm never going to have a better outro than this. So I'll just spoil it now because right, I'm going to forget it. it later. Yeah. I have also recently learned that there is a grave difference between forgiveness. You say great or grave? Grave. Gra- <laughs> what, I, what I said was, yeah, sure, sir. But what I but what you heard was yeah sure don't call me Shirley dude great super troopers reference great super troopers call out broken lizard uh, at broken lizard on Twitter that's airplane <laughs> no my part wasn't I don't oh, okay. I didn't even Sorry. hear it. Shirley you can't be serious um, I've learned that there's a grave t- difference between uh, like just general anger at what someone did and forgiveness like you can forgive someone. And like forgiveness is just purely you separate yourself from that moment. Yeah. You can still be angry at them. You can still like have bitter taste towards them. But as long as you've just said like that moment's over and I'm living, I'm living this Bay life right now. Uh, you've, you've, you've accepted it. You've yeah. forgiven. Right. But no. you can still keep that anger. Yeah, you can still be mad. Well, I, I think like for me, it's when I say that like frustration is passive and anger is, uh, is, is, What's the opposite of passive? I'm blanking. Aggressive? No. Um, yeah. Active. 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 Okay. So, like, you, like, that's kind of what I mean. Like, I don't actively get angry about things as much anymore. I'm still frustrated. Like, I still, like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, damn, that is annoying that that happened. Or, like, I wish that would have went differently. But I, but I think that, like, people actively dwell on things too much like that's what it's about i think it's about dwelling like i i will still get like frustrated and i'll still like have that in the back of my mind where i'm like damn that was fucked up but like i won't dwell on it like it won't stop me from like being happy the rest like you know what i mean like i won't i won't like the rest because like i know people like in my personal life that get angry and it's like they just let it, it infect their lives and they're just like upset for like 48 hours they like just can't be happy for the next 48 hours. And it's like, that's not like great. Like that's not a good way to live. Like, unless it's obviously something that's like super influencing your life. Like most things people get mad or frustrated about are bullshit and they don't matter. Like 99% of it. I want to say, well, yeah, doesn't I mean, actually matter. Like, so you can still live your life and be happy. There's one other question I have to ask you. Do you think that there is a growing trend of the world becoming more and more passive aggressive? Yeah, I feel like things like social media and just just basic text communication. Yeah, you constantly have this monotone kind of idea of how you're sending out your messages, but they come out in full color to the receiver. The receiver interprets your text messages 100%. I'll say like an average of 20, at least 20%. Like there's a large dispersion well, yeah, no, like, in the active like sending of a message and what the receiver felt. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think the world is getting a lot more passive aggressive and it, it yeah, you're right. It is the text. Cause it's like you send out something that you think is, uh, like not either. Like you think you're, when you, when you're typing it, you're hearing the inflection in your head, what you want it to be, but you don't have any control over how the read, like the the receiver of it, like reads it, because they're gonna read it with an inflection based on like their experience and like where they're at, 
And so like you can't have any control on that. I think that's like the biggest problem. And I think it leads people to kind of like stray away from like saying what they like being like upfront. And I also think it's just like, I also think it's just like a normal trend of society is like, it's kind of an offshoot of like the, not political correctness, because that's a bullshit term, but like, just like kind of the way society's going, I feel like it is kind of going away from like people just like saying, hey, that was like, I have a problem with what just happened. Like, I feel like people don't do that as much. Like, if you, I think that it's a, I think you can see it the most between like our generation and our parents. Like, when my like dad is like mad, he'll just be like, I'm mad about that and like, I'm gonna tell you. And I feel like I don't do that. I feel like I'm never, like, I'm very rarely like, hey, I'm mad at you about that thing, and I'm going to tell you right now. Like, I feel like I don't do that. And I feel like a lot of people our age don't do that. Well, even on the other end of that, I know that I've been in, like, a texting conversation. Key and Peel had an amazing uh, skit about this. Yeah. Uh, just, like, the lost in translation text message conversation where I would be talking to someone. Shout and out would, Tom Hanks one time. Shout out Tom Hanks and Key and Peel and Keanu. Oh, that fucking cat was so cute. Sure. But like, I'll, I'll be sending out messages. I'll be in a message chain with some with some people, and I'll like get angry about like how someone said one thing, and I'll think that we're having this like fake fight. Yeah, that doesn't exist. And then like, I'll show up kind of like half angry, like ready to punch a guy, and then he's like, "Dude, what's up?" Right. And I'm like, oh, I'm conflicted now. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just everything's so fucking inflammatory too. And the other thing too is just like, you. Going back to, like, you can't tell how the receiver is going to receive it. Text messages just – it just makes someone vague things. Like, uh, an example from my life, like, I was talking to a girl, and I was like, hey, let me know when you're free, and we'll hang out, right? And I didn't hear from her, and so I'm like, what the fuck? And so I finally messaged her. I'm like, what the fuck? Because I'm, like, an asshole. (laughs) And then she's like, oh, I thought you were going to text me. And it's, like, such a simple communication – miscommunication but it's like it just it's it can snowball into this like bullshit and there's no way that you can like there's, it's just it's just there's so much more like vagueness because like had i been on the phone i was being like yo call me when you are free she would understand that but it's just because of the text like text is just it's just automatically more vague right and there i i feel like both sides of the gender like both genders both sides Don't of a relationship sorry i'm not making this i'm not making <laughs> relationship binary right now sure. my bad sure. there's one person and a person who's not the same person in every relationship <laughs> there's two people there's two people or oh. more or more don't be don't be rude to polyamorous my, people my, my bad so i still i still feel like there's always everyone has that insecurity when you're talking to someone yeah and when it comes to a text a textual age of Ugh. of technology yeah um there comes that like i'm not gonna text her first today i'm not gonna text him first yeah. i'm not gonna text him till 2 p.m i'm not gonna text her until after i hang out with dude, these other people and make her feel insecure dude that's my that's a frustration of mine i hate that i subscribe to that bullshit because i recognize 
I recognize how fucking And you stupid. let it you let it ruin your day yeah, when you do dude. that. Your your time that you're spending on this shitty planet that we ruined is now <laughs> slightly more inconvenienced by your own thought process yeah. because you have this audacity to think that someone else's actions influence what you do with your shitty existence. Yeah, I definitely like do that and it sucks and I I, I try really hard to not like oh like she took like x amount of minutes to text me back so i'm gonna wait that amount of minutes like i try really hard to not do that but sometimes dude it's like it's hard because you it's <sighs> but it's also a double standard yeah, because when you're on the receiving is. end w- when when you will look at your phone and be like oh wow you're texting me really fast or why are you over exaggerating the fact like i went to take a shower and a shit and i don't i left my phone out okay Right. No one takes a shit anymore without their phone on them. I'm just saying. Right. In general. Yeah. But uh, th- th- <laughs> there's a frustration on both sides of that because you feel like, oh, these these people are like way too thirsty. They're coming at me too yeah. hard. I'm I trying guess... to just live my fucking day. I'm not lonely. I just like being alone. <laughs> Shout out sorority noise one Shout time. Shout out to the shitty band we listened to one time. Dude. Oh, all these shitty Wait, bands. Is that sorority noise? Yeah. No, modern baseball. modern baseball. Shout out that other shitty band <laughs> that we just, listen to all the time. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I totally feel it. And I like I try really hard. That's like the biggest thing I'm improving on is just trying to get away from that bullshit. And also just like this mentality of like who cares least has all the power. I'm like trying really hard right now to just fucking throw that shit out the window because it's so unhealthy. Like I, I just you need to just be like. Like, if you like someone and you're like, yo, I want to, like, fucking date you or, like, like hook up or whatever, just tell them. Just fucking say it. Like, it's harder to do in action than it is to say. But, like, really, you just got to, like, fucking push yourself through that insecurity and just be like, look, this is what I want. Because worst case scenario, they don't want the same thing. And then you have less time wasted on that person. That's where that like escapism of separation comes in because you can still you can that that there is a healthy combination of having i don't know it's not anxiety but like having the comfortability to step away from a relationship Mm -hmm. that comes in handy because i feel like you should be able to build confidence off the fact that you can approach someone with an open heart you can go up and say hey this is me real quick quick shout out real me uh you down with this you okay with that and yeah. where the when they're like hashtag nah bro you'll be like okay i'm separated from this insignificant moment in my life that i'm yeah. going to keep living and keep polluting and killing the polar bears let's be honest hashtag uh that al gore th- documentary is now on netflix good netflix sponsorship and, but, oh the truth an inconvenient al gore in an inconvenient timing inconvenient for Michael Moore. The inconvenient truth is that Al Gore sucks. Okay. Um, no, I totally understand. I like. I totally agree. I just, it it's, it just sucks that it's kind of like the landscape of dating right now, and I will say I'm perennially single. <laughs> that's that's gonna be the term I'm gonna use. He's uh he's uh polycis uh capable right now. He's an enabler. So just, like, don't even hang out. With it them. just sucks. Like, it just it's so it's so much like, hey, like we can like. It, I think the perfect, and I'm so fucking guilty of this too. But I think like the perfect microcosm of it is the fact that like you don't say, hey, we should go on a date anymore. Like I haven't said to a girl in like five years, like we should go on a date. I've been like, you want to hang out? Coffee? Like, 
like coffee. Coffee thing. bar. No, but that's, it's the term. It's it's not let's go on a date. It's we should hang out because you hang out with everybody. You hang out with your friends. You hang out with like acquaintances. You hang out with coworkers. Like we're so fucking like we're so desperate as a generation to minimize things that we just like can't accept the fact that like we just can't accept like that we're that we care like we're so ready to just like throw away any notion that we care at all and like i'm super guilty of that and i think that's my biggest frustration is like i want to be like i wish i could just be like i fucking care about shit but i like I just I, All right, I Lane McFadden started out this argument saying I don't care about shit, ended this argument saying I wish I could care about shit. Yeah, exactly. But that's the thing. Like I, I'm trying to. Okay, so yeah, that that's like it was super contradictive. <laughs> let me let me clarify. I want to guys. Not, let me abilify right now. Let me abilify. I want to. Uh, I want to not care about dumb shit. Like when I was saying in the beginning of the podcast, like oh, I'm trying not to be angry. I'm trying not to be angry. Like when I like lock myself out of the house or like drop cereal or some shit like that shit that like you just get angry about that stuff. I'm trying to not care about. Cause that like influence, like if you're like, Oh, I fucking like lost that. You're just trying to have like, I lost that Bulbasaur. Like that shit doesn't matter. Like, dude, you're doesn't... never getting that Bulbasaur back. <laughs> exactly. Guys, we were outside this lovely bar in Rochester, uh, about five of us. Yeah. Uh, Lane ran out of pokeballs. Yeah. Like I an... couldn't, idiot and i couldn't catch a bulbasaur didn't catch that bulbasaur and but look, but no here's the thing this is this, this actually proves my point because i was actually frustrated for like the next 30 minutes of that night and i was not having as much fun as the rest of our group of friends because of a fucking bulbasaur and then the next day i went to another place where there was some pokestops and i caught a bulbasaur and it didn't fucking matter guys like, tomorrow is another day to catch a bulbasaur <laughs> like it didn't matter and the, like it and even if i didn't catch that bulbasaur it still didn't fucking matter but that's what i'm saying like that shit i'm trying to not be angry about and care about but on the flip side i still like i feel like you know it you know like when like social events happen like police shootings and stuff i'm so like ready to be like fucking on facebook and like typing my like like fucking super like woke status and shit and then like when it comes to real life i just am on my couch at like 12 p.m not doing fucking anything and i'm like well i guess i'll shower in another 30 minutes let me watch this let me watch this other youtube video like that is the kind of caring i want to do i want to I want to care more, like, in the real life and off of fucking Facebook. There are a lot of, uh, like, not not necessarily menial, but there are a lot of small actions you can make to kind of, like, justify your own social justice warrior. There are small steps you can make within your community, actually caring about your community, going on walks. I've recently started signing up to... uh, uh, do ride-alongs with cops and talk to the police force and like know everyone around you and in your community get the police's um, you know their their own objective their own subjective uh, idea of the neighborhoods you live in the neighborhoods that surround you get the neighbors like to understand what the cops feel mm-hmm. and because that's that's the biggest stress right now especially yeah. and I, I feel like just taking small steps like that trying to read more like multicultural books mm-hmm. or any other minial thing that there are small things that you can do yeah. aside from posting a, a hashtag for Olympia Olympia mall and like, right. No, but saying again, okay. I did my things for Germany. Right. And again, here's the thing. So it also, 
you you have to extend it into real life and everything you just said is great and like you 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 need to extend it to real life but i i learned recently the hard way that like you can't we also can't shit on people for using social media as a platform for social justice because i literally like when i say used to i mean like a month ago used to be the shitty guy that was like go do something like fuck you like I, I literally did that and then finally it occurred to me because I got like shit posted on this Facebook thread and I was like wow I'm the asshole like I'm not in the right for like telling people that they need to do like social media is a tool and yes you need to do stuff over it but like don't don't fucking like rip on people for making posts about social justice like that's another way to get the word out and if like one person reads the status and is like yeah, maybe I should like be nicer to women. Like it's it's you did good. So like that's something I learned super recently and I, like I want to get that point across. It's like don't be the asshole that's like do more than be on social media cuz we live in a world where like a lot of our time is spent on social media and that's how information travels. So like use it. Use it as a tool to like say, "Hey, don't vote for Trump and like don't be complacent to police shootings." Like shit like that. Like it was I don't know. That was eye-opening to me recently. So I feel I just like there are still. There. I feel like there are still way too many people that have this like vast separation that what you're doing online has, you know, nothing to do with your life because you mm-hmm. know objectively that's true. It has absolutely nothing, no influence over your life. But there is a, a form of gratification for actually preaching these, you know, high morale qualities or actually actually thinking about the social climate, actually yeah. thinking and and formulating a response and right. actually considering your options and your sides. And yeah. when you actually take the information that you thought about there and apply it to your life, that's that's where social media is actually a tool. It's not the solution. Right. It's not the it's not the cause of the problem. It's not the end of the problem. It is just a, a, a simple mid bridge yeah. to getting to the next step. Right. And I, I mean, if, if anything else, I mean, of course there's obviously the argument that's like, there's going to be echo chambers and there's going to be, you know, a lot of people won't branch out and hear it, but it's still, it's still a great tool for just being like, look, like shit's kind of fucked up. Like here's my position on this. And then when like people post alternatives, don't, you know, like that's the thing I try to do also recently is like when someone posts an alternative, I'm, I'm try, I try really hard to not like immediately shut them down, but like consider the alternative viewpoint. Because even if you don't end up agreeing with the alternative view, viewpoint, you solidify your argument better and then you have perspective on the other side. You know, like it's. it's so what do you think? All right. So I've got a couple ideas about this, but I want to know there are a lot of like roadblocks hindrances people like are stopped from having that great you know great uh ideal idealized version of themselves on facebook that they Mm -hmm. don't translate to real life what are the roadblocks that are keeping people so comfortable with how they are in real life but also comfortable with what they type i feel like a lot of it is just it's it's easier to do it on social media it's so it's, like there's no repercussions yeah but it's also just it's easier dude like even if you re, even if you research a post and you read a few different articles it's like 15 minutes right like it like it 30 minutes like it, it's it's so easy 
to like be articulated on it's quick content yeah it's quick content in real life it's not like in real life it's like going to rallies and it's like going to hear speakers and like going to town meetings and shit like it's 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 harder one because you have to like actually figure it out like what when that shit is happening and it's like 100 percent harder to research things that are happening locally than that are happening globally just because of like how technology works like if you type in like you know like german attack like germany attack like is going to happen but if you type in like rochester town hall like it's it's going to be hit or miss it's going to be hit or miss so it's i think a lot of it's just ease and i also think a lot of it's just like we spend a lot of time on social media and so i think a lot of people like are their ideal selves on social media and they kind of feel like they do it enough that they're like, well, this is my part. And then, and then they focus on, you know, their like fucking shitty job and their girlfriend, boyfriend or whatever outside of it. I think, I think it's just, I think it just comes down to it's, it's easier. It's less effort. You know, you like it takes fucking three seconds to change a profile picture to like a German flag or a fucking, like France, French flag. Like it's it's easier. So I feel like um, social media is definitely like one thing that creates a frustration for someone. Bringing yeah. it back to the topic. Oh, oh I'm the best. I'm the best host. Man, we're hashtag hostme.tumblr.com. Um, yeah, that's at just vies. It's just vies. That's at just. Vies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, new at at just vies. <laughs> Um, but there's like social media has created this frustration with between people and what that frustration creates is a separation between their idealized version of themselves and what they actually are. What, mm-hmm. what are other, you know, kind of quantifiable or, or important like distinguishments? What's your definition of something, another frustration that holds a person back from what they think they really are? Honestly, I don't even think, I think it's just like one i i feel like it it even happens outside of social media yeah yeah like other than social media what are other like natural occurrences rejection things that make people really like show their frustration to the point where they do become their non-idealized selves i think it just it comes down to the fact that like you can't pick and choose real life you know like you can pick and choose what you post online um but in real life it's just it's very rarely easy and when you're faced with conflict it's unfortunately a lot of times like it's it's really easy to take a step back and be like all right let me like type out a well-informed static like i'm gonna i'm gonna like collect my thoughts but like when you know i'm at when i'm working at like fucking starbucks and like trump supporters start screaming at people in line which happened a week ago, by the way, and it was fucking terrifying. Like, I didn't know how to react, and I didn't do what I should have done, because what I should have done has been, like, that's not how we... Like, I should have been, like, hey, knock it off. You're attacking those people. That's not... Gr-. Like, I should have been more active in that situation, but I wasn't because I didn't know how to react, and it's... I didn't have time to be, like, oh, let me, like, look up some facts about, like, why Trump's not great for... You know what I mean? Like, it's it happens so fast, and there's just these, like fucking two middle-aged guys screaming at these young girls about how they're like idiots for voting for Clinton. And I didn't know what to do. <laughs> like, you don't know what to do. 
And I think that's a big part of it. And the, re- the real world's just fucking messy. Mm-hmm. And you can't, like, you can't fit it in a status box. You can't, like, figure it out and, like, go on HuffPost and find something that, like, <laughs> like reaffirms your belief. You just have to, like, deal with it. So for a long time, uh, like, who you voted for as a presidential, like, candidate, nominee, actual voting for them, uh, that's always been a topic of controversy, not only because of, like, a political ground, but it's generally rude yeah. to ask someone, like, right. who they're voting for. Which I noticed that earlier, and I was watching uh, fucking Tim Heidecker was uh, live, was Facebook live uh, streaming from the DNC, and he was, like, going around and asking people. And I thought that was fucking hilarious, because they're, like, <laughs> at the DNC, but... Yeah, people are like get real defensive about that, and I never understood that. Like, I never understood why like it was kind of like a social faux pas to be like, "Hey, who are you voting for?" I've always felt like um, one of the reasons why it's so uncomfortable for a lot of people is because they don't want to be attacked. I feel like it's a motive of insecurity. Mm -hmm. The problem with that is when you feed a motive of insecurity, that means that you're justifying the motive of attack. That means that you're actually giving like. Because you may attack me, no matter, like, if I don't know any information about you, I don't know if you're an aggressive person naturally, I feel like there's too high of a risk of me being personally or attacked on my integrity, so I choose that it is rude and too impersonal to ask me that question. So where where does that come off where asking, like, hey, who did you vote for? What did you do in this thing that uh, kind of affects everyone in the world? Like, yeah. It's, no, why, it's, why can't why can't like someone be disagreed upon and that becomes a part of frustration keeping it on topic oh, because people get shit. so frustrated at yeah. one another they don't realize that they can be in the same room with Trump and and Bernie supporters well, that's, they can be in the same room that is fine well, you can ask like, someone you should be able to say yeah. hey who are you voting for Trump oh I'm a Bernie supporter and then that right. should be the end of the conversation or even Move even if on. it's not but like that's that's a big thing is. I I think that it's gotten to a point and like I don't know I mean I, I I like to think and from what like my parents have told me it didn't always used to be like this but I feel like it wasn't always this polarized where it was like if you are X I am no longer gonna social like people are like like look my personal opinion I think Trump is the worst candidate we've had for president so far. And, like, I have a hard time wrapping my mind around I agree list. with that on an objective level. Yeah, and I have and I have a hard time, like, wrapping my mind around Trump supporters. But when I hear – when I see people on my feed that are, like, I'm unfriending all these people that are voting Trump, it's not helpful because you're not – those are, like, they don't go away. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's this idea that it's, like, us versus them. We're all still citizens of the same country, and we have to, like – cooperate to get things done and it, i feel like it used to be like oh i'm you know i'm voting for the democrat i'm voting for the republican it's like oh i think he's better i think he's better. but it was like it was like a discourse and now it's just like oh well i just can't associate with you you're an idiot on, on both sides you know what i mean like mm-hmm. on both sides and it's not like yeah obviously well trump, both sides obviously also trump have... brings some like the lowest common denominators but there's not like every trump supporter isn't like a fucking like troglodyte mouth breather that doesn't know anything like there are like normal people that are like probably good people that support trump for whatever reason the same people like 
the same reason that people are supporting Hillary. Like it's, it ne- we need to get away from this idea that it's like, you're my enemy and just like, ha- like have a conversation because they're not like going away. <laughs> like they're not yeah. moving away from, you know what I mean? Like it's not like you kill all the supporters of the like person that lost. Well, that's like, another thing because I mean, both sides also have their, their blindness to reason. Like, yeah. There are a lot of people on the Trump side that see all of the arguments of the Bernie supporters or of the more liberal ideas that like everything they're supporting is insane and crazy. Yeah. Like, how can you think like that? And then you, the Trump, the uh, more liberal supporters, the Bernie and the Hillary supporters, like see the things that the Trump supporters or very, very right wing Republican mm-hmm. individuals post on Facebook. And they're like trying to reason with them like. We value life. <laughs> like, yeah, we exactly. Don't, we yeah. don't think dying is a cause, right. you know? Uh, and, and it's just two completely opposite ends of the spectrum that don't see because of the shadows, really. Like, yeah. it's it's two different sides of the spectrum, and no matter what side you're on, there's a shadow of logic that's cast away that you don't understand. And one of the ways to understand it better is to look at someone else and say, they understand this differently than me because. Right. I don't, yeah, it's just it's it's just kind of an unfortunate climate that we're in and you know, the media doesn't help at all because every article is like Trump wins big or like Trump's a fucking idiot. Like it's always like there's some kind of like weird spin on it and it's like you just need to we just I feel like we just need to take a step back and be like let's calm down. But it's also like I think going back to the topic of frustration, getting back on track. I feel like uh, the biggest Jaden Afraid episode two frustrations. I feel like the biggest frustration is like the fact that we've been talking about this so much is like everyone's just kind of like worried about where our country's at. Like we're just so unstable right now as a country. And one not thing, even, but like here's the thing: what's fucked up about it is like not even. Like in all by like a lot of metrics, we're not that unstable. Like the economy is kind of coming back. Unemployment's going down a little. Like, like social uh, causes are like inching forward a little. Like we're we're doing okay. One thing that but no one there's a mentality of instability on both sides. That are like, this is fucking like if we don't fix it, it's going to crash. Like. Like, I feel like everyone feels like we're on the Hindenburg right now. Yeah. No no one realizes that no matter what, at the end of November, after voting day, like, no matter who, who is chosen to be president, they are not going to have as much impact on the course of America as you think. But I will say this. I think that is true for every election we've had in the last, tw- like, since World War II, basically. And I think it's probably going to be true in the future, but objectively, and I know this kind of goes against what we were just saying, you got to be objective and I've been trying to, but I honestly personally believe that Trump poses an actual threat to our country. But the thing you have to keep in mind is he's already relegated that it's not confirmed, but there is a strong belief that he's already relegated all responsibilities of his ideas to the vice president that he's not going to be taking the responsibilities on him. And what I just want to say is that no matter what, it's the Congress and the Senate and the judicial department. Like there is still checks and balances in play. Like 
if the only way that this election is going to completely ruin us is if everyone votes wrong up and down the ballot ballot yeah, yeah. but the but the thing is is that i just he everything that he is doing and saying feels like it's not democratic and it it just it, it feels scary to me right it feels like if there's ever a candidate that would that would surpass our checks and balances and like actually fuck up the world globally it would be trump and that's my frustration but again frustration again, said, objectivity is key and there are people who support him and there are people who don't and what it comes down to is we just have to come together as a nation and fucking learn to love each other you know what Right. I mean, that's, that's not the hard part. I mean, like everyone, everyone hates everyone and you just need to learn to take that hate and I don't know, make it matter for at least an instant. Yeah. Okay. What, what else do we have for frustrations? What else Uh, do we want to talk about for this? Okay. I had one that you reminded me of in the beginning and I'm going to just fucking say it. Great callback. (laughs) Haven't heard a callback that good since the nineties. Oh, I don't know what that was a reference to. That's a callback okay. to callback. So this is gonna we're gonna switch gears real quick. I don't get why people put themselves in social situations that they don't need to be in. And a big frustration of mine is just like and the the idea that it's like you have to make I, I guess like I'll put it in the way that it's like you have to be like either friends or enemies with everyone you're in contact with. And it's I just, fine to nothing somebody. Right. And that's like my, I, I just feel like it's like, I, I feel like I'm always, and it's fine to be nothing. If you're on the receiving, end. like, <laughs> yeah, if, if I just you've like, got I, a friend that like, likes you or that you like a lot. And at the same time, they kind of are really, you know, cast offish way too often a little little off-putting like they probably just nothing you that's yeah. fine like either you know go a little bit above and beyond or 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 don't do anything because we're don't. all gonna die soon everyone hashtag optimism jaded yeah, no. and afraid <laughs> exactly no i just like for me it's just like if i don't want it's not even not wanting anything to do with anyone it's just like there seems like there's a lot of people that put energy into being like, well, I'm either going to like actively like be like mean to this person or like be overly nice, even though I don't know, I don't like them. And it's like, I feel like so many people in my life, I just like am gray too. Like that's the emotion I would put it is just like gray. They're like, how's it going? And I'm like, eh. like whatever, it doesn't matter. And I'm not like trying to be a dick to them. Like I just don't care. And it, it's fine. It's you're, you're fine. Just, you're just a social saboteur dolly. You're just, but here's meh. the thing. It's fine. Like there's, it's fine to have people in your life that you just like don't care about. And it's not even like in a, in a way that it's like, I don't fucking care. Like if they are like in trouble and you can help them, you'd still help them. But it's not, it's not like it's to me, it's like, I'm not going to go out of my way to be nice or mean to someone, I feel like it won't impact my life at all if I'm either. I'm that might just be me being a fucking asshole, but it's just like why would I, like who cares? Like it can just be in the middle. I feel like 
overall, here's my biggest frustration around it. Anything, politics, social life, me- social media, whatever. It doesn't matter. We need to be more comfortable as just a society to be more in the middle. Right. Like even down to the smallest thing. Don't like, be accepted. Don't be rejected. Down to, the, down to the smallest thing of just like music. Like we need to treat more things like Jimmy Eat World. Right in the middle of, of <laughs> like, you want straight mediocre. Let me ask you a question. How do you feel about Jimmy Eat World? There? Yeah, exactly. That's it. That's the point. Everyone you ask about You want to listen to them when they're on. <laughs> sure. Everyone you ask You're about. You're not going to drive more than 200 miles to see them in concert. Everyone you ever ask about Jimmy Eat World is going to be like, yeah, sure. Like, that's how we should treat most things. Like, most things should be like, yeah, sure. Like, whatever. And the society would be better for it. But society like, is too have, binary because of the gender. <laughs> like, have 10% of things that you're passionate about, and then the rest 90% just be like, it's Jimmy Eat World to me. It could like it could not matter. Guys, I got a real quick Jimmy Eat World clause. Uh, oh, oh, you got opinions? Mm, Jimmy Eat World. It's like, I don't know. Like I feel like I argue with people about like fucking like shows they like that I don't. And I'm like, it does like, I don't care. It's like... This new Star Trek movie, it's it's Jimmy Eat World to me. It's probably fine. People will enjoy it, and I have no problem with people enjoying but it. But Anton Yelchin. Like, I probably won't watch it. Like, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> Anton Yelchin. That's my f- oh, man. That was probably bad for you. Way too much touching yeah. of the table. <laughs> that's, my, that's my biggest frustration. Dude, we touching need, the table is not Jimmy Eat World. We need to be if more. If I'm not comfortable <laughs> with something, it's not Jimmy Eat World. We need to be more in the middle. It just takes some time. In, in the, the middle. middle. <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> oh man, that's my that's my rant. My frustration are bad, poorly timed puns that have to do with mm, okay rock bands. We did look, they're fine. <laughs> <laughs> they're okay. They're fine. <laughs> uh, shit, I don't know. What's another? Uh, what are we talking about? What was my wrap up that I said earlier? Like you're, you're you, guys, you're welcome that I said that early. Just <sighs> apply what I said then to now. To now. Um, are we trying to do some sort of wrap up here? Uh, I don't know. I we can, are about. we, are we, are we, I'm not rapping. I want to rap. No. Uh, no, I want to rap. We both up. have very disgustingly on un- unappealing voices. Yeah, we sure do. Um, I just, let's, let's, uh, let's try a new segment. We don't have to stick with it, but guys, just for- this segment's called <laughs> on a table. This segment's called "We're Talking to Mics." <laughs> no, th- I think this segment's gonna be like, uh, "What's uh, what's what's up?" Huh? Okay, so Lane, uh, tell me, uh, what's up? Huh? Um, I just want to say, like, I feel like this we should end at least this episode, but maybe future episodes, but just talking about like a few things that are like kind of chill with your life right now. Um, and I'll start. I really am enjoying Stranger Things on Netflix, and I think it's. One of the best TV shows I've ever watched. Hashtag Netflix sponsor us. Yeah, Netflix sponsor us. No, I like I. It's so good, and it's just like perfect '80s nostalgia, and I love it. And I, I really hope that it it keeps going. Uh, on top of that, I, uh, I'm going, I'm going to our hometown in a few days. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a Lake Placid meetup. And I'm, uh, no. <laughs> and I'm actually, I'm excited to see some friends and, uh, you know, see the mountains that I grew up in. I was raised inside a mountain, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we weren't allowed to see light uh, until uh, we were. Have you ever read uh, The Cave? 
by Socrates. Is, is it Socrates or Aristotle? It's uh, um, 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 Plato. Fuck. <laughs> because, little fun fact, Socrates didn't write shit. Oh, okay. no. Okay. Hey. All right. So what? Uh, what's up, huh? Tell me some things that are happy in your life. Um, things are happy in my life. Job's going well. Podcast's nice. going bad, and uh, yeah, I've sure. got terrible friends. All right, everyone. <laughs> Thank you so is much that it? for. Yeah, that's it, dude. All we right. did it. This is my final. Thing. This is two weeks in a row. Fucking shit. I'm just gonna say, even though things are kind of crazy and we all have frustrations, life is beautiful. I don't want to end on that. Life is beautiful. Hey guys, life is.